Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. joins us here on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. Always good to hear from Joe Vitale. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Hey, Randy. I'm doing, doing fantastic. I'm, I'm at CBC High School right now in the parking lot. I'm waiting to go in. I got to do a quick little video tribute. John Jost, the head coach of the ice hockey team, the legend John Jost is retiring after this season. This is his last year, so they're doing a nice little tribute and some former players are coming in to do a, a video for him. So, I'm sitting over here at my alma mater, looking around the campus, thinking back on the days of high school, and it was a big blender back in the day, but uh, certainly reminiscent on some old days. All right, so I, I want to know, because high school coaches hold such an important part of the heart of America, and especially when you're in those formative years, you can really be impressed impressed by, you're, you're in an impressionable age. Uh so you can be impressed by a coach. What was the biggest thing you took out of your experience with John Jost? The biggest thing, Randy, uh, you know, it's funny you bring this up. I was talking to my son about this the other day. I think it's so important for kids in high school to show a certain level of obedience to your coach. You know, in, in high school is obviously a, a hard time on everybody. It's a, it's a kind of a pivotal age, and you're going through a lot of different changes, uh, peer pressure and friend groups and dances, and it's just like a blender of so many different things. And I think if you're not careful, you get caught up in that. You start figuring out that, you know, you just think you want to be free and you want to make your own choices and decisions, and, and there's this level of disobedience to teachers and coaches. And, and I remember, you know, growing up, my dad was just big on obedience. Like I never really wanted to disappoint my parents or my grandparents and certainly my teachers. And John Joe's fell into that. I remember being a freshman in high school and John Joe's comes up to me and I had played defense my entire life. I was always a right defenseman ever since I was eight years old. So he grabs me, you know, 10 years into my playing career, wherever it was at that point, And he pulls me aside my freshman year and he says, Hey Joe, I think I'm going to have you play center this year. And that, I mean, that's like in football, like let's say, you know, a, a tight end going to the defensive end. I mean, it's a completely different position. There's all these different things. I got to do face offs. I'm in the offensive zone now. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. And I was, I was a pretty decent defenseman uh, to the point where they thought I was going to play varsity my freshman year. And I remember my coach saying that and John telling me that. And I just remember being like, okay, 
sounds good, coach. Like whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever you need. And I was just happy to, you know, to serve him and, and to be a part of it. And he's like, yeah, I think we got a spot for you on varsity, but I want you to play center. And there are so many kids nowadays that you tell them to maybe try a different position. They look at you like they got, you have 14 heads. They're like, no, 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 I'm a, I'm a winger. Or I'm a defenseman or in volleyball. No, no, I'm a, I'm an outside hitter. What do you mean you're going to move me to right? I mean, there's all these different things because kids get so kind of pigeonholed into what they think they are. So my advice to, to young kids would be just be obedient and listen to your coaches. And I'm really glad I did because it was that moment that I started playing center. And of course I played center the rest of my career and, Without John Jost and, and him pulling me aside my freshman year, maybe maybe I don't uh, continue to play hockey at the level I did. So I would say, looking back, I was really grateful that John saw something in me that I probably didn't see myself or maybe a lot of coaches missed. But he saw something different in me, put me at center, and, of course, uh, I never looked back. Is obedient a word that we would apply to the Vitali kids at this age currently? You know what? In phases, it, it comes and goes. I don't know about. I know you guys got kids. This is my wife literally texting me this last night. Our kids, I feel like they read off each other very well. Like, there's always one kid dealing with something. You know, for me, two weeks ago was my daughter. You know, she's on a very high level volleyball team, and she wasn't playing a lot, and you know her grades were slipping. So we just focus on her. Okay, we talk to her. We go on walks. You know, how you doing? Let's, okay, let's figure this out. How can I help? Where do you need me? And then we get her going after a couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden my son slips up, and now my son's going to the you know principal's office, and I got you know teacher conferences with him. So now we're like, okay, so we got another, another one. Now we'll get him on the right track in a week or two, and then someone else is going to. It's like this constant evolution of can everyone just get along? Can we just all get on the same page for like a week and give mom and dad a break? So uh, I, I would say, if anything, uh, obedience is something we are trying to continue to preach, Randy. I don't know if it's stuck. Just yet, I, I, I like to believe that it is sticking. It is something that uh, definitely, I think, over time, if they hear it enough, eventually it will it will come around and and hopefully be a, be a big deal. But obedience certainly was a big thing growing up. I was an Italian Catholic, and you know, going to my nanny's house or parents' house, you you kiss them hello, you hug them hello every single time. It's just without question. One time, I forgot to give my nanny a hug and kiss when I walked in the house. My dad, I'll never forget it. I was about. 10 or 11 years old, he grabbed me by my shirt, pulled me aside, and he said, did you, did you kiss your nanu, which is my dad's dad from Sicily? I said, oh, God, Dad, no, I'm sorry, I forgot. He's like, don't you ever, ever walk in this house ever again and not give your nanu a kiss hello. So that was the last time I ever did not give my nanu a kiss hello. So little things like that, I, I feel like ever since I was a kid, uh, certainly um, stuck with me over time. And I like to think that one day, one day it'll all come together for my kids, too. Well, Joey, if you could, just go ahead and start writing a book for, I hope to one day be a parent, but I feel like I get a lot of advice from you since you have gone through it with all these different situations. Well, and that's the thing, Brooke. It's like, I I sometimes look at myself, I'm like, I'm just a kid. Like, I'm a, I'm a kid. I, I sometimes I pinch yourself, like, gosh, I have five kids. Like, I can't believe you're, they're even listening to me. I have no idea. I have no idea what I'm talking about. And I think a lot of parents out there really can, can reason with that idea that there's really no playbook. And then on the flip side, you've actually been around some good parents, some bad parents, some good mentors, some bad mentors. And the reality is you have to unlearn a ton throughout the process. But meanwhile, you're, you're having to learn on the go, and your experiment are your kids, and you're learning and they're making mistakes with your own children. And, and certainly that's no fun, and, and you just hope for forgiveness one day from them because they'll realize one day that, geez, mom and dad were just kids, and they had no idea what they're talking about. And, and hopefully we can all move on in a positive direction. Joey, nice win for the Blues last night. How enjoyable was that second period? 
I think that was probably the best period, Dan, that I saw all year out of the St. Louis Blues team. And it was a great response in the first period. You know, was it a good first period? It was fine. You know, it was a 1-1 period, right? You think you're going into the intermission, feeling pretty good about yourself. You're being on shot 14-8, you know, but your goalie's standing on his head. But all of a sudden, late, they allow a two-on-one. McDavid sets up Nugent Hopkins, and all of a sudden, the, the Oilers are up 2-1. to one. And then you're thinking, oh, boy, like, how is this team going to respond? Are they going to have a pushback? Or is this where Edmonton just takes off with it? I thought St. Louis uh, did a terrific job in that second period. You know, one thing about Drew Bannister, I'm hearing more and more from players, Drew Bannister, uh, one of his strengths is his is his chats. When he goes into the locker room, he's got a very commanding voice. I talked to Brayden Shen about this last weekend, actually. He said he's got great talks. He's very inspirational. So, you know, you come in the locker room, being down two to one, something lit a fire under that team, uh, and it just exploded. But you need you need good soldiers, right? And to me, Jake Neighbors was the guy in that second period. He was the catalyst. He started bringing the physicality, knocking over McDavid, sticking dry sidle on, on faceoffs. You saw him get on the board, tie the game up, multiple assists in that second period. So it was very explosive, a great, great environment for St. Louis, not only to watch Connor McDavid, but to see the, the Blues really kind of take off and run away with that game. Uh, was really special. Sometimes Joey on this show will play a little game. It's called uh, what he said and what he means. When you said the first period, it was fine. What did you really mean? It sucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's funny. It's funny. I don't know why I use that word. I think I think fine is the worst four-letter word in the English language that starts with an F. I mean that. I, I, I would rather say the other word than fine. I Fine means that it, fine is it's okay enough, but I don't want to do anything about it. Like when my kids say I'm doing fine, I'm like, don't you ever say you're doing fine. Like, how was your game? Fine. No, no. I'd rather it be terrible than fine. Like, at least let's be real about what it was. And, yeah, so I don't know why I use that word. It wasn't very good. The first period was not very good, and the second period was a lot better. It, it was, and, and the third period was great, and it was a great win for the Blues. Well, okay, one other thing here. Uh, being a hockey guy and being at CBC, where you are right now, uh, soccer hotbed as well as a hockey hotbed, uh, we just got the new kits for City SC. Historically, in hockey, the jersey has been called a sweater. Are you a hockey jersey or hockey sweater guy? I think I'm a I think I'm a jersey guy. Okay. And you know what? I, I if there's one thing I would like to see hockey players do, I don't know how this would work because they play so many more games in soccer. But the one tradition I've always loved in soccer when it comes to their sweaters or jerseys, I love when players exchange at the end of the game. I, I don't know what that would look like for hockey, but if, if players could exchange jerseys, I know it would be cool for players to kind of take like a McDavid jersey, for example. The problem is, I guess, everyone would be fighting for the McDavid jersey all the time <laughs> right. or the Crosby jersey. Uh, but that is certainly one tradition I've always loved in soccer and, and certainly looking forward to this season uh, starting for St. Louis City. It's amazing how fast the offseason goes. And I know soccer is a long season, but you can feel the buzz and the energy in the city. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I, I don't have a crystal ball, but – I'm kind of thinking, I'm thinking April right now, and I really see this Blues team uh, making a hard push. I think they got the goaltending. I really do believe Doug Armstrong's going to add some good pieces here. This could be a team that goes one, two, possibly three rounds and, and makes it really exciting in April and May, and then you got soccer starting. It, it could be a very fun time here in St. Louis. 4 o'clock start tomorrow, 3 o'clock pregame. Joey and Alex will have the pregame for you. By the way, Predators in town, you think the Blues have any revenge on their minds? And it's a long season, and you have losses, but man, I that loss the day after Thanksgiving sticks in my craw, the loss to, to Nashville. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a bit of an embarrassment. That, that game was not fine. I'll tell you that, right? It was not <laughs> fine. Uh, that was embarrassing. But you know what? The, 
the Nashville Predators got embarrassed last night against the Dallas Stars. They got shellacked. I believe the final score was 9-2. to two. So as much as the Blues want to seek revenge, I think the Nashville Predators are going to be just as revengeful and trying to get back on the winning track as now they're chasing the St. Louis Blues, and the Blues are creating themselves quite a little gap. It should be a fun one tomorrow afternoon. I love the early start. Great for families, great for young kids as well. So uh, I think every game on Saturday and Sunday should be uh, before 6 p.m. So this will be a great start time. Joey V, you're the best. Thanks so much for taking the time. Congratulations to Coach Joe Stide. I used to do hockey for Charter, and I always enjoyed working with him because he was so forthcoming about the team. And heck, when you're coaching CBC, you can be. But uh, he he was, was and is a great coach, one of the best in the history of our area. Yes, he, he really is, and, and we're certainly going to miss him. I remember growing up, uh, it, it was everything to wear purple and gold. Ron, the Aston Ice Ring, everyone wanted to wear purple and gold. Now I see all these doggone baby blue slew hoodies. It drives me absolutely crazy. <laughs> I always tell the kids, if you got a fire at home, throw it in the fire. They always give me looks, but uh, I, we, we, need, we need more kids wearing purple and gold. Yes, you do. Thank you, Joey. See you later. Take care. See you guys. Joey V with us on 101 ESPN.